0: Um, shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today as we are gathered in your presence. We pray, Lord, that you speak to us in Jesus' mighty name. We pray that our lives will be transformed and will never be the same again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today we'll be talking about um, the stones of life. And um, our scripture is coming from Mark chapter 4. Our first scripture is coming from Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 31. The Bible says, on the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boat were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stand, asleep on a pillow. And they woke him and said to him, "Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing?" He arose and rebuked the storm and said to the sea, "Peace, be still." And the wind ceased, and there was great calm. But he said to them, "Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith?" Amen. And the verse forty-one says, "And they were, and they feared ex, um, and they feared accidentally." And said to one another who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him now let's read acts chapter 28 from verse 1 to 6 the Bible says now when they had escaped they were found out they f- the they f- then found out that the island was called Malta and the natives showed us unusual kindness For they kindled a fire and made us welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened onto his hand. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom, though he has escaped the sea, Yet justice does not allow to live. But he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. However, they were expecting that he would swell up and suddenly fall down dead. But after they had looked on for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said he was a god. Today we are talking about the storms of life. In in, in this context, when we talk about storms, we are referring to unexpected incidents that disrupt our existence. All of us are either going through a storm or have been through a storm or we have a storm ahead of us. We are still here because we overcame the first storms that we faced, the, the last storms that we faced. As far as storms are concerned, I want, I want all of us to know that we have a track record. We are still here because we are winners and we are overcomers. Because in life, we are going to face storms. So the fact that we are still here this morning is a testament to the fact that we are winners and we have experience in handling storms. It is important to remind yourself that you are a winner. Sometimes when you, are about, when you face a storm, you need to take stock of your victories. Like David, when he counted his victories, he said, The God who took me out of the mouth of the lion, the God who took me out of the hands of the bear, will deliver me out of the hands of this uncircumcised Philistine. So when you face your next storm, do not forget to count your victories. You have to decide your reaction even before you get into the storm. Because when you are in the storm, it might be too late to decide what, how you are going to react. So you have to decide in advance how you are going to react when you come into the storm. And so set it at the back of your mind that when you get into the storm, you are going to remind yourself of your victory. The God who took you out of your past storm is the same God who is going to take you out of every storm that you will ever encounter. You have to fight with your faith. When you get into a storm, that is not the time to give up on your faith. It is time to put up a fight with your faith. With your faith, The Bible tells us to fight a good fight with our faith. The Bible tells us to run our race so when you are confronted by the storms of life, it is time to fight the good fight of faith. Our attitude in the storm is very important because our attitude in the storm determines whether we will come out victorious or we will succumb to the storm. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41, we understand that the presence of Christ in the boat did not keep away the storms. Sometimes we think that because we are Christians or because we have Christ in our lives, we are not going to go through any storm. Life is going to be smooth sailing. We are not going to experience difficult times. But that is not true. We need to change our expectation. Even though we encounter storms, we will always come out victorious. Even though Jesus was in the boat The storm still came. But the disciples woke Jesus up in the midst of the storm. As a child of God, you have the Holy Spirit in your life. When you face the storms of life, it is time to wake up that anointing. It is time to stir up the Holy Spirit. It is time to put up a fight in the Spirit. You cannot afford to concede without putting up a fight with your faith the bible says that you shall receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses you should know right now that the holy spirit is inside your life the holy spirit is inside of you and therefore you have received power when you face the storms of life it is time to stir up the inner man and put up a fight decide that you are not going to lose a battle without putting up a fight, fight in prayer, fight in declaration of the word, fight with the anointing of the Holy Spirit, stir it up and put it to work. I like the confession of the four lepers. They said, if we stay here, we will die. But if we go into the city, we might die or we might leave. They stood up and went into the city. They understood that they had 50% 50% chance of survival. And to them, a 50% chance of survival was enough for them to take the risks and walk into the city. But we have a better testimony. The Bible says that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. The Bible says this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. The Bible reminds us that we have something that is so precious that can overcome Everything we will ever face in the world, and that is our faith. And so we just we don't just stand a fifty chance of of survival. We don't stand a fifty ch- a fifty percent chance of succeeding. But we know that we have an anchor that overcomes everything in the world. We have faith that lives inside of us that can help us overcome everything in the world. And therefore, we are not afraid to put up a fight. Therefore, we are not afraid to. To pick up a challenge, therefore we are not af- afraid to stir up our faith and to face t- to face every storm of life. This lepers only saw a fifty percent chance of survival. They they felt that it was worth giving it a try. If there is a 50% chance of survival, then they decided that they were going into the city. But beloved, you and I have 100% assurance of victory when we put up a fight because Christ is in us. The storms will come, but then it is an opportunity for us to stab the anointing. It's an opportunity for us to put to work the word of God that we have heard all our life, and apply it to the situation. When you face the storms of life, the first thing I want you to know, that is an opportunity for you to put that power, to put that anointing that is inside of you to work. It is not an opportunity for you to fold up. It is not a time for you to cry and give up on your faith. But when you go through the storms of life, You have to wake up like a warrior. You have to stir up the warrior spirit inside of you. Wake up the anointing of the Holy Spirit and fight. Fight in prayer. Fight in faith. Fight in worship. Do not give up because you are going to win. When you face the storms of life, the first thing I want you to know, that it's an opportunity for you to stir up the anointing of the Holy Spirit inside of you and put up a fight. Be assured that you are going to win. The second thing I want to remind us that when we face the storms of life, it is an opportunity to know God better. The disciples reasoned among themselves after Christ calmed the storm. They said, "What manner of man?" is this. Up to this point, they had seen Jesus speaking to sickness, speaking to demons, and the demons obeyed him. But they did not know that he could speak to nature. They did not know that he could speak to the wind, and the wind would obey. They said, what manner of man is this? That even the storms obey. The storms in our life present an opportunity to get closer to God. Even though they are, they are an unpleasant circumstance. Even though the storms that happen in our lives are not so pleasant, in the midst of those unpleasant situations, it's an opportunity for us to get to know God better. Storms shall never turn us away from God, but they should bring us closer to God. Jesus asks the disciples, Jesus asked Peter, would you also leave when everybody was leaving? Would you also leave? But Peter said, we have nowhere to go. We know that you have the words of life. As a believer, we need to come to the point that we are locked in with Christ, that we know that no matter what life throws at us, we are going to stay with him because we have found that he has the words of life of life. So when everybody was leaving and Jesus asked Peter, "Are you also going to leave?" Peter said, "I have nowhere to go because I know that I have found life inside of you." Beloved, there are some people when storms of, when they are faced with the storms of life, they give up on their faith and they say, I'm done, I'm done with this Christ, I'm done with Christianity. But we know that we have found something so precious in Christ. We know there is no other name that can save us. So we are locked in with him. No matter what happens in life, we are still staying with Christ. The storm, Present an opportunity for us to see God work in our life in a way that he has never done before. So the second thing is that storms of life present an opportunity for us to know God better. Number three, the storms of life is an opportunity for you to put your faith to work. It's an opportunity for you to put your faith to work in verse 40. Jesus rebuked the disciples for being afraid. He asked them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? The natural response to storms of life is that we are going to express fear, but the Lord expects us. That we put our faith to work in the midst of the storm. When we are faced with the storms of life, it is time for us to put every single word of God that we have had to work. It is time to put every hallelujah that we have said to work. It is time to fight the fight of faith. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 5 verse 4, Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Our, therefore, our faith has the ability to overcome every situation on earth. When you have a precious gift, we have to understand that we have a precious gift. Don't let it lie idle. Put your faith to work. Stir it up when you face the storm. It is time for you to put up um, to stir up every single word of God that you've had. For instance, if you've heard a word about healing and that the Bible says by his stripes, we were healed. And when you are faced with sickness, it is time to apply that word of healing and see that the word is effective. The word is going to bring results that it promised when we are faced with the storms of life. We should see it as an opportunity to put our faith to work it is a test of our faith it is a test of what you believe it is time to put that faith to work when you are faced with the storms of life number four the storms of life are an opportunity for god to be glorified in our lives when we face the storms of life we should understand that it's an opportunity for god to be glorified, storms create a need in our life for God to meet, and therefore that present an opportunity for God to be glorified. God will be glorified when that need is met in your life. You see, when the people saw Paul that the, the, the viper had fastened onto Paul. They said, this man is a wicked man. And they expect they were expecting that the man, Paul, was going to fall and die. But the Bible says, Paul shook up the viper into the fire. Whatever life throws at you, shake it off into the fire. Shake it off and, and continue to stand in the victory that Christ has given you. The people who said that he was a wicked man now called him a God because they saw God working in his life. God is going to glorify himself in your life because you will overcome every storm that you are going to face. See storm, the storms of this life as an opportunity for God to be glorified. They were waiting for Paul to fall down and die, but Paul began to say that this man is definitely a God because nothing happened to Paul. Paul came out victorious. Paul used that opportunity to glorify God. The next thing I want us to know is that when we face storms, storms are an opportunity for us to make Christ known. Now, when Paul got the people's attention, the people realized that he wasn't a wicked man. The people began to call him God. It was an opportunity that presented an opportunity for Paul to introduce to them the God that he serves. And so when we come through, when we come out of the storm, it is an opportunity for us to introduce to the world, the God who has brought us out of storm, the God who has delivered us out of the storm. It is an opportunity for the world to know the God that we serve. And so storms present to us an opportunity to tell people about Christ and to make Christ known. And so even in this year as we seek to make Christ known, <clears throat> let's know that we might go through storms, but we should also see that the storms are an opportunity for us to declare the gospel. Paul said that brethren, I want you to know that whatever happened to me has resulted in the furtherance of the gospel. Paul had this mindset that even though he was in prison, even though he had been imprisoned, he said it was an opportunity to further the cause of the gospel. Because, because Paul was in prison, the, the prison guard had the opportunity to hear the gospel. And the people in prison had the opportunity to hear the gospel because Paul faced imprisonment and so whatever comes our way it is an, let's turn it around and see it as an opportunity in the midst of the storm we should look out for the opportunity to further the gospel. the cause of the gospel because storms are an opportunity for us to make christ known when lazarus was raised from the dead the bible says on account of lazarus a lot of people came to christ because lazarus was dead and Christ came there to raise him up from the dead. On account of this story, a lot of people came to know Jesus Christ. And so storms are an opportunity for us to make Christ known. N- the number six, we can, uh, storms are an opportunity for us to strengthen others. You see, when you have come out of the storm and when people are going through the same experience that you have been through, you can use your story to strengthen those people. There are a lot of people who are waiting for your success story. There are a lot of people who are waiting to know how you succeeded and how you came out of your storm. And your story is going to strengthen those people. Your story is going to empower those people to come out of the storm. There is this thing to come out of their own storm. There is one thing I always tell myself, that every one of us has a story to tell, but your story does not matter until you succeed. All the successful people who are telling stories about how they succeeded, about how they went through difficulties, and then they finally came out on top, their stories matter because they are successful. They are people who have gone through worse stories, and we are not hearing their stories because they have not come to limelight yet. And so your story is impactful. Your story really matters. Your story has a market value once you become successful. And so once you succeed and you come out of the storm, you can use your story to strengthen others. There are a lot of people who will listen to your story and be strengthened and be encouraged to go through their storm. For the sake of these people who are relying on your story to succeed, for their sakes, you have to come out of the storm successful. You have to be determined that you are going to do whatever it takes to come out of the storm successful because a lot of people are depending on your story to be encouraged. A lot of people are depending on your story to face their own storms. And so when you face a storm, remember... Always have it at the back of your mind that if you are able to come out of this successful, your story will encourage a lot of people. And so fight through the storm. Put up a good fight of faith because a lot of believers are dependent on your story. You cannot afford to disappoint this generation. You cannot afford to disappoint all the people who are relying on your story. God is going to use your story to draw them you cannot afford to disappoint them. That puts a responsibility on you. And so when you crash and when you fold or when you give up in the the midst of the storm, you have not only failed yourself, but you have failed all the people who depend on you, who are dependent on your story, all the people that God has in, in his mind, that they are going to use your story to strengthen them. You have failed all of them. And that is why that you alone failing is going to cost the kingdom so much. That is why you cannot fail. God has invested in you and he knows you can succeed where you are. He knows that the Bible tells us that we will not go through things that we cannot handle. And so when you see the severity of your storm, it tells the severity or it tells the strength, the amount of strength that you have. And so when you think that your storm is so heavy and it's too much for you to handle, it tells us how much strength God knows that you have. It tells us how much strength that you actually have inside of you. And because the, The Bible tells us that nothing that we cannot handle or things that we cannot handle will not come our way. And so when things come our way, it means that God knows we can handle them. And because God knows we can handle them, we cannot disappoint God everything that you ever face in life god knows that you can handle it and that is why he gave he gave those things to you and so when things appear to be too difficult for you i mean this, this this is one of the first things we say when we face storms that this is too much for me god why me god chose you to go through that storm because he has invested so much in you and he knows that you can handle it and that is why he has allowed it to come your way and so you cannot afford to disappoint All the people who are relying on your story, all the people who God is going to connect to your story, you cannot afford to disappoint them. We are all depending on you to come out of the storm successfully. The last point I want to make today is that when we go through storms, it is time for us to sit back and remind ourselves of the faithfulness of God. And so when you are going through the storm, when you are faced with storms, it is an opportunity for you to just sit back and count the blessings of God. And count the number of times God has been successful, uh, faithful with you. Or God, God has been f- faithful to you. David said, God took me out of the lion's mouth. God took me. Delivered me from the bear, and so I know God can deliver me again in the hands of this uncircumcised Philistine. So, when we face the storm, when we face life's storm, it is time for us to take stock and remind ourselves of the faithfulness, how God has dealt faithful faithfully with us in the past. It is time to remind ourselves that God delivered me out of this problem. God delivered me out of this sickness. God delivered me out of this difficult situation. So I know that God can deliver me one more time. I know that God will deliver me one more time. And this thing is not going to cost my life. In, in No matter what the situation is, I know that I'm going to come out victorious because God, is forever faithful. The Bible tells us that even when we are unfaithful, God remains faithful to us. We should not allow storms to take us away from God. Most people, or some people, their response to storms is that when they face difficulty, or when they face storms in life. They just move away from God. They begin to accuse God that I'm serving you. They have given up all things and I'm serving you. Why am I going through this, this difficult problem? Or why should I go through this? But we should remind ourselves what Peter said. Jesus asked Peter, that are you also going to leave? Peter said that, where are we going to? Because we know that you have the words of life. Peter is saying that we are locked in with you. No matter what comes our way, we are staying with you to the end because we know that we don't have any alternative. We know that we don't have any option and so we are going to stay with you with you. No matter what happens, no matter the storms that life throws at you, you should be determined that you are going to keep the confession of your faith. Do not allow the storms of life to separate you from the love of God. The Bible says what shall separate us from the love of God. Let not anything that we'll experience here on earth separate us from the love of God because we know that we have found life. We know that we have found the one who has the words of life. And there is no option anywhere that is better than what we have found. And so when we come through the storms of life, it should strengthen our faith. Let's not allow the storms to take us away from God. Your faith might, might be shaken, but be strengthened. Strengthen yourself like David when he after he he, he saw that the people have come and then ransacked the whole city, the Bible says David wept and wept and wept until he had no strength in him. But after that, the Bible says he called that the the castle should be brought to him. And then when it was brought to him, the Bible tells us that David encouraged himself in the Lord. And so after you have wept, after you have cried over your loss, After you have cried over the storm, now you have to strengthen yourself in the Lord because a lot is dependent on your success in the storm. You know you have what it takes to come out victorious. You know God has placed His word and faith in you. You know that the Holy Spirit resides inside of your spirit, and that is the time to stir up the Holy Ghost. That is the time for the name of God to be glorified. That is an opportunity for you to make Christ known. That is an opportunity opportunity for you to remember the faithfulness of God. And so storms do not represent God's rejection. Storm do not represent God's punishment, but it's an opportunity for the name of Christ to be glorified. And so when we go through the storm, we should know that we'll come out of the storm victorious. Nothing will touch us. Paul shook off the viper into the fire and so shake shake off everything that life throws at you shake off everything that the devil throws at you shake it off into the fire and know that the name of god will be glorified you are named with the name of the lord so no matter what you go through in this life everything that affects you affects this affects your citizenship, for instance, when an American goes anywhere into any country and there's the, something happens, or the person is arrested, or some the nation does anything to that American, then you are doing it to America because the person is a citizen of America, and so the whole nation of America will come behind or we defend, we'll come to the aid of that person. The Bible tells us that we are citizens of heaven. And so when we confront life's situation, then whatever the devil throws at us, or whatever life throws at us, then it is dealing with our citizenship which is in heaven it is dealing with the whole force and powers of heaven and we know that nothing will be able to withstand the forces and the powers that are in heaven and so know which citizen citizenship you have you are a citizen of heaven anything that is dealing with you here on earth is dealing with the forces in heaven and know that there is nothing on earth today that can defeat the forces of heaven let's begin to pray right now in the name of jesus father we thank you we give you all the glory we know that the storms of this life and the things that we face in this life are not going to defeat us because you have given us victory on the cross. When you declared that it's finished, you declared that our victory is finished, our victory is sealed, and we believe it in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the storms that we go through because it's an opportunity for you to be made known to the world. It's an opportunity for you to be glorified. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We lift up your name on high, O God, for the storms that we are going to face. They are not going to move our faith they are not going to take us away from you but they are going to bring us into a closer relationship with you we give you all the glory and we give you all the praise in jesus mighty name we pray in the name of jesus amen 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 god bless you thank you so much for coming to church